Welcome to In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from the Witham, Barnard Castle's Community Arts Centre. Hello and welcome along to another edition of In the Spotlight, the Witham's weekly podcast with me, Stuart Laundie. It's a busy old show this week. Coming up a little bit later, I'll be chatting to comedy promoter Peter Dixon and the Witham's marketing executive Jane Woodward about the summer programme which has just been unveiled. Uh, There's a chance to win a couple of tickets to our next film screening which is living on May the 11th and as always we'll finish off with a look at what's on in the next seven days at the Witham as well. But first it's time to welcome this week's guest who is Ian Bailey. Ian is a singer-songwriter from the North West and he's coming to play a show at the Witham on Saturday, May the 13th. It'll actually be the second time this year Ian's been across to the Witham. Uh, earlier on in February, I think it was, along with Tim Chew, he was part of the celebration of Simon and Garfunkel show, which proved extremely popular and went down very well. On this occasion, Ian will be treating us to an acoustic evening of his own music, going through his back catalogue, right up to his most recent releases, which he's produced with fellow songwriter Daniel Wiley, who's best known for his work with the Cosmic Rough Riders. Now, here to get us in the mood, here's a track from a Ian's most recent album, which is called You Paint the Pictures. This is a lovely song called I Wanted the Sun to Shine. Yes. 
So that was a lovely song called I Wanted the Sun to Shine, which is from Ian Bailey's latest album, You Paint the Pictures, which was released last year. And as I mentioned in the intro before, Ian is now no stranger to the rhythm because he came over earlier this year as one half of uh, a celebration of Simon and Garfunkel uh, in February, a very popular show, which went down very well. Um, so how did you, first of all, Ian, how did you find the rhythm? How did you find the gig on that occasion? Oh, fabulous, Stuart! Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, it, no, it was—it's uh, beautiful venue. Um, we thoroughly enjoyed the show, and we were—we were pleasantly surprised, you know, by the uh, by the reception, you know, uh, for our first visit there. You know, it was—it uh, was great, you know. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. Now we are, of course, here to chat about your second visit of the year to the Witham, which is um, yeah. a solo gig, an acoustic gig that you're doing for us on May the thirteenth. And um, I have to be honest, you're on a, you're on a bit of a roll at the minute. I first uh, we were just chatting before, and uh, and I sort of first came across you when you were when, when you were part of a project called the Lost Doves, um, mm-hmm. which you uh, did with a, a singer called Charlotte Newman. That was three years ago, and then you put out the album Songs to Dream Along to in 2021. Then came along with uh, you paint the pictures uh, last year, and you're, you're currently working on new stuff uh, for this uh, for, for your next album as well. So um, yeah, you, see, you, you seem to be um, you seem to be quite prolific at the minute. It was it all started in the sort of lockdown period, really. Well, the, the Lost Loves album got finished just before it uh, with Charlotte, and then she 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 she's got various musical projects she's working on herself. So. It was a, it was just a it was based on a being a one-off thing we were we were never going to be a duo going out playing live or anything it was just we just wanted to put an album together um so that was that and then uh, during the lockdown <clears throat> I'd known Daniel as a Facebook buddy for you know for several years and we got sort of chatting about this and that and I exchanged a couple of um uh, videos that my daughter Sasha had uh, put together for me uh, basically just just as a a way of making music when we couldn't go out playing live uh, so I put some videos together and uh, I just sort of sent them over to Daniel and just just on the sort of you know, do you want to have a look at this and and he loved them and we got chatting about the idea of possibly doing some co-writing uh, as a way of uh, you know keeping keeping the creative juices going if you will so and 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 so he sent four tracks over of you know that we both collaborated on and sort of we'd work on a sort of 50 50 basis of what we do you know he might do a bridge, or I might do a bridge, or it might be a, a verse or a line. It's, and then it's all, and then I put it all together in this little studio I've got here in this uh, in my daughter's old bedroom, which uh, I've converted into a little studio when she when she moved out. And I've yet yeah, we just I just got cracking on. We started with an EP, uh, Shots of Sun, um, and that got great reviews and real good positive feedback. So we carried on. Uh, 
progressing on an album, which became Songs to Dream Along to. And then we, we Daniel's got stacks and stacks and stacks of song ideas, and we just uh, we just said, come on, let's just, just let's just keep going. You know, it's it's this is you know we're, we're loving doing it, and uh, so here we are. You know, we're album free, and just as I just, just as I mentioned to you, we just finished uh, finished the next track, and uh, yeah, it's all it's all all going well with that. You know, it's 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 great to be creative doing that, and and. It, it sort of it helps to sort of keep things you know the original music side going you know it's 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 important to me you know so mm. Daniel's a, a, a fantastic melody writer he he writes such great melodies that um, you know between us you know we've put the the chemistry is great you know it works works a treat so it's 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 a it's a great thing yeah. yeah. So the, there is a bit of distance between the two of you, isn't there? Daniel's based up in Glasgow. Am I right in thinking? He is, yeah. He's he's uh, he's up in Glasgow. I'm in sunny Leyland in Lancashire. So. <laughs> I know it, but I know it very well from my very early days in local journalism over press yeah. in Blackpool way and what have we. We were chatting, weren't we, last time when I saw you at the Witham, um, was the Blackpool Gazette you worked for? It certainly was. So, so, yeah. um, so is everything done distance between you? Do you ever meet up and and no, no, well, around or? But everything's done via the internet. Um, you know, um, we chat on the, you know, we the messenger thing, and we chat on sort of, you know, ideas across. Song ideas are put across in WAV files and sent over, and vice versa, and 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 yeah, everything's done, you know, technically, if you will. Yeah. So. These days, I wonder how we got this far. This brittle star Take it or leave it Take it or leave it Take it or leave it Before the teardrops start Choose to walk away As the fiddle grows Steal what remains from the sea so take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Don't make me cry alone. Standing on the edge of the world and I'm looking down. Outside in the cold, stealing souls, there's a battleground How will we explain when we're too far down the line? Will you take it or leave it this time? This time
this brittle star Take it or leave it 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 Don't make it die alone The Spotlight, a regular podcast from the Witham. This is Stuart Laundy with you here on In the Spotlight, the Witham's weekly podcast, chatting to Ian Bailey, singer-songwriter who's coming over to play a show for us on May the 13th. And that was another track of Ian's. It was called Take It or Leave It from his 2021 album, Songs to Dream Along To. As we continued our chat, Ian explained why he was still such a staunch supporter of albums and album music in the face of ever-changing musical tastes. Whereas once you, you would buy an album... You know, I mean, I remember buying or or getting albums from, you know, W.H. Smith, for instance, with a record token that I'd been given for Christmas. And I'd go in and buy I'd buy an album and I'd listen to it from start to finish. Whereas nowadays, you know, most most music is listened to on, a say, an album, unless you're, a, you know, of course, you're, there's lots of Daya music fans out there. But a lot of people just skip tracks and don't get that concept of an album anymore. You know, um, music, music's changed a lot i guess you know it's become yeah. very form, you know, formula and stuff there's a lot that goes on and we're big fans of songs you know what your proper structured songs and stuff you know which that's kind of where we come from and you know and there's and there's there's always going to be people out there that, that that love that stuff you know i'd like to think there was anyway yeah speaking of wh smith i remember that i used to do when, when i was a kid I used to do the milk round and used to get a pound a day doing Monday to Friday on the milk uh, on the milk round. But I could only ever buy an album once a fortnight because um, WH Smith albums were five ninety nine. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> so I had, to be, I, had to, I had to save up for two weeks to get an album. I couldn't buy an album a week. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a, a great. I think it was my first album. I, got, I think it was um, Buddy Holly Lives. Which was the, the the it was like a brick wall with the graffiti Bloody Holly lives on the on the um, on the wall there, and that was the first time we got. And the second one was would have been with a record voucher. This is would be uh, Revolver. All right, my, my my first one, the first one I bought myself was uh, Blondie Parallel Lines. Well, you know that's so weird because that was the other one I was going to say. That, that was <laughs> that that Parallel Lines was the other one. Yeah, and then. BG spirits having flown. That was the other one. <laughs> I was about thir- I was about thirteen when I bought Parallel Lines, and me and, yeah. and and my mother and father because I bought it with my own money. You see, they couldn't do anything yeah. about it. But uh, well, what's that you've bought? And so <laughs> me, me, my mother had a look at the lyric sheet and then freaked out when she saw that. Um, <laughs> 
part of yeah. part of glass contained contained the word pain in the ass or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And that History was like, what's this? What's this? What's this? Oh dear. Oh, the production, that production on that album is just is just so good. You know, it's a great album. Oh, just man, sounds as fresh, fresh today as it did when you first heard it. You know, it's absolutely. got that sound about it. Um, we should probably talk about uh, what sort of an evening we can expect from you, rather otherwise we'll just sit here for the next couple of hours talking about our record collection. So uh, what what have you got lined up for us on May the 13th? Well, I'm going to be playing a, a lot of stuff from my sort of back catalogue, um, my first albums from solo albums from, from a few years back. Uh, I'll play a few from the, the Daniel the Daniel Sessions. And, um, yeah, just you know, a bit of an eclectic mix of... Uh, of uh, my work that I've uh, been producing over the years. That's 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 the that's the order of the day. I think there, Stuart. Yeah. How would you describe your music? How would you describe the sound of it? I always say it's a bit like the birds. I don't know whether that's uh, an insult or not. No, no, I love the birds. Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been studio wise. I use Rickenbackers uh, on on most of my material. Um, Live, I use acoustic guitars, um, twelve string acoustic and a six string acoustic. Um, but yeah, the the birds' influences you, you can't de- you can't deny that that's always going to be there. You know, it's a, they're a, they're a big inspiration, should I say? You know, but uh, I, I love them all. You know, since I first heard Mister Tambourine Man, you know, years and years. We used, we used to we used to um, <clears throat> go camping in the Lake District with a a mass a big getter blaster. Um, with a, with the birds' greatest hits, I mean, you should just walk round like rebels, to playing the birds loud through round bow nets, you know, you know, like that over your shoulder, like, yeah, you know, in the sun, you know, sun, sunshine, and that was great, yeah, I loved it. Well, that's brilliant, Ian. Thank you ever so much for joining us on the podcast, and we look forward to seeing you on May the 13th. Tickets are available um, as we speak. You can get them online at thewitham.org.uk, or you can call the box office on 01833 631107. Ian, many thanks, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. A pleasure, Stuart. Thanks for having us. In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from The Witham. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that chat with Ian. It's going to be a great night when he comes across in a couple of weeks. Now, competition time. It's competition time! Yes, we've got a couple of tickets up for grabs for the next film that we're showing at the Witham, which is on Thursday, May the 11th. It's the Oscar-nominated Bill Nye film Living. To be in with the chance of winning the tickets, simply tell us the name of the film in which Bill Nye played an ageing rock star called Billy Mack. It was released in 2003 and directed by Richard Curtis. Send your answers by email to info at thewitham.org.uk. We'll put the address up on the social so you know where to send your answers and we'll pick a winner out and be in touch. In the Spotlight, a regular podcast from The Witham. This week saw the release of the summer programme from The Witham, and I'm joined by comedy promoter Peter Dixon, who is also part of the programming group at The Witham, and also I've got marketing executive Jane Woodward with us as well. Uh, firstly, Peter, um, we've had some uh, good comedy nights so far this year, and we've got more to look forward to. What's been the highlights so far? Hi, Stuart. Yes, oh, there's been some great shows this year. Most of them have actually sold out, uh, which is great news. Um, I suppose the pretty much the first show was uh, the biggest show we've done for quite a while now, Rob Beckett uh, and Josh Widdicombe, and they um, did a work in progress show for their Parrington Hell podcast, and just this last week it actually performed at Wembley Arena, and if you look on uh, the Witham's Facebook page you'll see some film of that uh, 
that very uh, podcast live at Wembley Arena, which is uh, made me smile when I saw that and thought two months ago uh, the uh, the show was done at the Witham in more or less the same uh, format. Not as many uh, bits and things on the stage, but uh, same show anyway. So give us a flavour of what we've got coming up between now and September. Well, quite a few shows as usual. Uh, the next um, show is a little bit different, actually. Uh, Richard Digence on the 16th of May. Some people will remember Richard from a lot of TV work he did um, maybe a decade or two ago. And uh, he, he's a sort of singer, songwriter, and he sings funny songs. So that isn't the normal show that we put on, but as we always say, you know, we try and mix things up and we... Uh, put uh, different styles of different shows on. Then we've got uh, Emmanuel Sanubi, and it's his first tour show, and uh, he was nominated for Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Festival. We've got uh, we've got an old favourite coming, I think, haven't we? Giles is back. Yes, uh, we've got uh, three work-in-progress shows uh, this year, and what they are, they are when acts go out, uh, like those podcasts that we mentioned, uh, to try out new material. And we always do them in July as well, because um, at that time of year, it's just before the Edinburgh Festival. So we've got a day on the 29th of July, and uh, a couple of days before that, on the 26th of July, we have uh, Scott Bennett trying out material for his tour, and also um, for a BBC Radio 4 programme, which is always fun when um, they they do that, because it's slightly different to doing uh, preparing for a live show. But as you say, the day before that, uh, 25th of July, we have Giles Brandworth uh, coming along. And unfortunately, if you're looking for a ticket, it's only returns only because uh, the show sold out within a week, which is actually faster than what he sold out previously. So he's, <laughs> even at Giles's age, he's getting even more popular. <laughs> he's, a, he's, I mean, with our audience especially, he's a, he's a particularly big draw, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's great. And uh, he's a fantastic person to be with as well. He's... He's so funny and he's he's so charming. And then after the summer holidays, what have we got to look forward to sort of later on in the year September time? Yeah, quite a few shows. Uh, first one up after that is 29th of September, Marcus Birdman. Now, uh, Marcus has, uh, he doesn't live in Barnet Castle himself, of course, but uh, he used to uh, quite a while ago because his dad was uh, the head of the Teasdale School when I was at school. So that was in the sort of 1970s or so. Mr. Talbot, for anybody who remembers him, <laughs> uh, he, was, uh, he was at school for, I think, all the time I was there. Uh, he was head of divinity as well. He was the person who sort of looked after the chapel, the, the vicar of the school, if you like. And, uh, yeah, Marcus is his son. Uh, but he's been a stand-up comedi- uh, comedian for a, a lot of years. Um, sad thing was, although he's okay now, he had a stroke a few years ago. And he's talking about that, um, which doesn't sound like a great subject for humour, but he does it in such a way that's uh, so, so funny. Then an old favourite, Stephen K. Amos, 12th of October. He's coming along. He's been uh, to us a couple of times before over the years. Uh, He's great. The last few years, he's not been actually doing comedy. He was in uh, My Fair Lady uh, in the West End which is uh, obviously quite a change. After that, we've got Joe Caulfield, always a firm she, she's a She's a favourite, isn't she? Yeah, she's fantastic. Great, great comedian. She was voted Comedian's Comedian of the Year. I think she's the current one at the moment, I think. Uh, anyway, fairly recently she was uh, voted that. 
So, you know, the industry really recognises what a star she is. And I'm guessing that you'll be, uh, you'll, you'll have your suitcases already packed and uh, for a week up at Edinburgh, a as week? usual? Just a week. Just no. a week? Oh, I'm probably going a month. Two or three, I think. But I haven't told anybody at home. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that'll, that'll be looking for, I mean, you always come back full of uh, vim, vigour and excitement about all the uh, the new acts that you see up there. Yes, yeah, it, it's great. It's, you know, it's a fantastic place. If, if anybody you know wants a holiday in august and wants to stay uh in the uk um doesn't mind crowds but likes entertainment it is definitely the place to go excellent peter thank you ever so much for that that's it's a uh, pleasure. Uh, something to look forward to on the comedy front over the next few months in the spotlight a regular podcast from the witham so I'm joined by Jane Mudward, who's our marketing officer and who has spent many hours, days and weeks putting together the uh, the brochure, the programme for May to September. She also forms part of the programming team as well. Uh, Jane, welcome along to the podcast. Thanks, Stuart. It's good to be here. And there's, um, the first thing that I noticed from the brochure is there's a lot of stuff going on over the next few months. This is the first time that we've had the brochure that covers five months. You might think there's not a lot going on in the summer. But our big thing is obviously the summer festival where we've got the free music in the garden every weekend from end of June until the end of August. One thing that caught me, we've got Amanda Owen coming back. We do. And Amanda features on the front cover of um, the What's On programme. And she's coming on the... Third of June. Third of June. Third of June, an evening with the Yorkshire Shepherdess. It'll be interesting to see what she's got to say given that she's been in the news quite a bit recently for non-farming matters. It will. It will. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that will possibly be covered in the Q&A when she does it, but who well, knows? It's worth coming along just for that, isn't it? And we've got some old favourites coming back as well. We've got the jerseys. We have the jerseys live um, on the 17th of June, and that one of several tribute bands that we've got coming um, this year, because we've got Bruce Springsteen, North East Street Band coming in September, on the 9th of September. Well, we've got the Carpenters Experience on the 1st of July. And then we've also got uh, a Queen tribute and an ABBA tribute coming later on in the year as well. Because so, one of the things that this programme does is it also lists on the back of the programme, the coming soon section lists pretty much everything we've got for the rest of the year. So if you pick up the What's On programme, you can basically find out everything that's coming. And along with all the uh, the music performances and the comedy that Peter's touched on before, we have, we've we got some pretty good theatre coming. What, uh, what sort of things have we got on the stage? So in September, we have um, a theatre, one-woman theatre play called Mrs Roosevelt Flies to London. And that is obviously followed later on in the year with... Um, Another woman, woman play about Enid Blyton. Now she was a bit of a divisive character. Was it? Was, did, it did Enid Blyton feature in your bookcase when you were a kid? Uh, yes, I've still got Enid Blyton books, and uh, my boys have read them. So excellent. Yeah. And, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Roosevelt, she follows hot on the heels of Mrs. Churchill from earlier in the year. We seem to be doing the leaders, uh, the, the war leaders' wives. We, we, <laughs> we could have made be, it a series. Yes, yes, and I think this one will be equally well received. Mrs. Mrs. Churchill certainly was well received by the audience that came. And if you had to pick one out um, for yourself, what what's, what leaps off the page for you? What sort of thing do you? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you to part with your hard-earned readies for tickets. Well. I know, Stuart, that our music tastes differ slightly, but I'm definitely drawn to Claire Martin. I'm definitely a fan of jazz and swing and brass bands, of course. So Reg Vardy Band in September 
that'll be um i'll definitely be putting my money down to get tickets thanks for just having a browse through the brochure with us there jane and we'll catch up again soon thanks Stuart. and finally this week it's a look at what's coming up at the witham over the next seven days and it's over to our wonderful volunteer beverly redfern Hello. Well, there's a lot happening, of course, but first there's a quick mention to say that unfortunately this weekend's Sunday classic performance by the Aquarius Quartet has had to be postponed. The good news, however, is that they'll be coming back in the autumn and we're trying to fix a new date for that. Then on Tuesday, May the 2nd, we welcome Catherine Tickell and the Darkening. And then on Thursday, May the 4th, Sarah McCade. She's heading our way as part of her UK tour. Finally, on Saturday, May the 6th, the regular Northern Crafts Market will be held in the Witham Hall and that will be from 9.30 till 3.30pm and it's always a good opportunity to buy something a little extra special either for yourself or for a gift. As always, details of these and all future events at the Witham are available online at www.thewitham.org.uk. Thanks, Beverly. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. If you like what you've heard, give us a follow, leave a comment. Uh, don't forget to enter the competition to win a couple of tickets for the screening of Living in a week or so's time. I'm going to leave you this week with more music from Ian Bailey and a reminder that he's uh, performing an acoustic session at the Witham on Saturday, May the 13th. Uh, this is a track from his most recent album, which is called You Paint the Pictures. The song's simply called Paint the Pictures. And we'll see you next time on In the Spotlight. What a day to get away Forget everything inside Catch a train, take a plane Get something from this life This world is crazy And washed up with the tide The times are changing The seasons never
make a claim Get something from this life This world is crazy And washed up with the tide The times are changing Seasons never hide We paint the pictures Write the scriptures of our time The days are changing Seasons never Thanks for listening to In the Spotlight from The Witham, Barnard Castle's Community Arts Centre. Available on all major podcast platforms. So please give us a follow and leave a comment or listen online at www.thewitham.org.uk. We'll be back soon with another episode.